Oh, I got the squeakiest chair. Mm. Oh, not, not too bad. That's what happens when you don't get authentic. What are they? Are they like fake Eames or something? Eames. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, of course, <laughs> I have Eames in my head because I don't do design. He could try the rocking chair. Yeah, I feel like I would be like, hello. Squeak. Squeak. <laughs> ah, hey, Amy. Hey, Ross. It's the podcast time. Nice jingle. We do need to. Do you know, I asked him for a jingle mm. three months ago. I'm sure he's brewing something really good. No. Uh, what's what's happening? It's raining. It is awful out there. It's yeah. raining cats and dogs. Yep. If cats and dogs were wet and windy. Uh, Everyone's inside and it feels like, um, you know, those kind of really rainy lunch times at school? Like when everyone's mm. a little bit hyper and cooped up together and it's a little bit, it's just a weird atmosphere. It's also dank. Yeah. Dank mm. is the word. It's dank. But yeah, it is lunchtime. We can see lots of people chowing down through the window. We're all getting food delivered and making poor people cycle through the terrible weather to drop off food to us. Poor people. Well, you know what I mean? Poor Well, if it's delivery, then people. definitely. Yeah, we've got delivery on the way. <sighs> what was your lunch? Oh, you got a little bit of free food. Yeah, so Free Lunch Johnson had uh, some guests. So, of course, we've got some free lunch. Nice. And... Yeah, I just do pack lunch because... You're organised. I steal off my children. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Well, you had a great idea as... After I was suggesting some ideas which didn't really hit the right mark. But at the moment at Etch, it's kind of review time. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's... I mean, Callum last week came in very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is it his one time of the year to make a good impression on his stuff? Yeah, so uh, your target is... uh, Yeah, I I thought when you suggested that it's review time and all about setting personal goals and all the work that goes on behind the scenes, that seems like a good topic. From my perspective, there seems to be a divide between people saying, oh, don't overwork yourself and don't, you know, you need to rest and don't stress yourself out. And then there's other people that are like, no, I'm passionate about this. I need to just do as much as possible. And, you know, I choose to do it when I've got a free moment. I won't ask you how your review went. I mean, you're still here. I've still got a job. That's great. No P45. Congratulations. High five. Good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Did you review what you've done and what you need to do going forwards or yeah well we do those quite nice 360 degree reviews where Mm. people well managers talk to your colleagues about you in a nice way and a constructive way um so that's good that's really good for helping shape personal goals but i guess everyone kind of has an idea of where they want to be getting to in their roles and new things they'd like to bring in and new things that they're doing um so we talked a bit about that used you as a little bit of an example mr launching etch sprints over there in the corner um and you know kind of all the work that you how you have put in to do that and to get there and how it didn't just happen overnight but you're very kind of you're quite public with your your personal goals i would say i did notice nearly the whole marketing team connected with me on linkedin over the space of 
eight hours. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started liking things. and. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool and quite nice to hear. But, yeah, I would say that you, because we, we are big fans of Slack over here, mm-hmm. um, on your, your Etch Sprints channel, I would say you're very good at putting your, your goals in there and kind of being quite quite public with it and, you know, sharing what you're aiming for. Yeah, so that that came really early on. Over a year ago, I was talking to Tom about doing sprints and he said, well, make it more real and create a Slack channel. And that's what I did. But this Slack channel is pretty much a stream of my consciousness. It is. It's your inner monologue. Yeah, which, you know, there's there's not a lot of engagement or interest but for me i'm trying to play the keeping people informed in a remote way and i don't know just just sharing what's going on right now or uh so so your your track what what's happening from now onwards what what's the What's the Amy future look like? Well, we're working. We're building our um, content team here. We've got, we've got, we've got so many different teams now. It's really good. So we've got a content team within digital marketing team. Digital products team has now got newly formed teams in there as well, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, we're going to be having a bit more of a kind of a planning session with James and Chris, mm-hmm. content and digital marketing extraordinaires, um, to seeing you know how that looks with content design, content marketing, content strategy, all those kind of things fitting in together. So, yeah, we're going to be an unstoppable content force to be reckoned with. Awesome. Hopefully. Content, content, content. Content, content, content. Everyone needs it. Yeah. Well, everyone has it, and few businesses have it done right. Or don't know how to get started, or... um, Maybe it's not on their radars right now, but they can't work out why people aren't you know, following through or signing up to their products or, or whatever. Awesome. Cool. So is that set as a, a specific objective or goal that you need to keep in mind and stuff? Sort of, yeah. It's a thing to be working towards. Um, I'm also going to be practicing saying no <laughs> to people because um, I'm I'm too good at saying yes to any kind of work. Like, <laughs> Is that when people knock on your door at home yeah. and trying to sell you fish yeah, caught that yeah, day? Yeah. Do, you want to, do you want to clean my house? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you want to come and, you know, stay for a few months? Yeah. Love to. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, we're a very busy team. We've got lots of really good projects on, so just saying no to all the things that we don't have time to do. Oh, cool. Mm. How about you? What have you got as your kind of your smaller on the road to bigger goals goals yeah so yeah this is where i'm still learning so i i set out three kind of crazy goals at the beginning of the year and i've adapted two of them only because one was (laughs) one was about this podcast actually uh so the main one was uh, a revenue target Mm mm-hmm uh, and then the second one was about growing awareness and trying to be more specific about what that means. It's more about growing the awareness of the design sprint and how it can be used because I think many companies are in different stages of development and 
they might be starting projects without really understanding how to start them. So that's really on my shoulders. And a big part of that is doing video content, which I've been trying not to do. Oh, yeah. When are you starting YouTube? <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be this week. Nice. Yeah. That's I, yeah, exciting. That's a whole different episode <laughs> why I'm... I, I don't procrastinate on many things and this is the only thing that I do. So are they, when, when it comes to goal setting, because mm. we, we kind of generate our own goals and what we want to achieve and then who, people around us support us and, and challenge us. So how, how do you know what to shoot for going forward? Yeah, I guess it is kind of the, a bit of the comparison. You know, I'm looking at what we could be doing and where I feel we could be adding more value and new things that we, we could be introducing and things that we could be offering. So I'm looking around at that. Also looking at what we could be just generally creating as well. So I guess outside of my kind of work goals, my personal goals are more content creation, which I know I need to do. Mm. Um, I'm nowhere near your scale of now like taking on writing and Insta stories and podcasts and now YouTube. Um, for a, for a content person, I need to be creating more of my own content. Do you then have to split it down into, because I was looking at my Trello backlog yesterday mm -hmm. and I think the reason some things stick there is because I haven't specified the definition of done. I haven't said, uh, okay. I've said create more medium articles, but I haven't said which topics, when they should be released or, yeah, or anything. Yeah. yeah, I need to give myself like a brief or something. Um, otherwise I know that I won't really stick to it, which is, yeah, again, probably why I haven't really stuck to anything. Um, every now and then I will do an article if I feel super inspired. Mm. Um, but otherwise it is, it's just like, I need to try and figure out what the hook is for doing something at a certain time or, yeah. or what that is. So yeah, I find that having, even if it is just giving myself a brief, that helps me out quite a lot. So... I'd like to be meeting more people who, okay. who do content design as well. And, you know, Twitter is really good for that. And hashtag content design Twitter, the I nicest place on you, Twitter. You did that yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't really know what hashtag design Twitter is. Design Twitter is... Um, Mm, it's kind of it's quite like design bros and it's it gets quite a negative rap and and that but content design twitter it's lovely it's like a hug on twitter okay yeah so you, you kind of support each other or yeah, you, you yeah. say i've written this or i've found this or yeah and people lots of people share each other's work and you know we can go there and ask lots of questions and there's no judgment mm -hmm. and yeah i guess because a lot of people are still kind of still figuring out where they are with content design it's quite nice and welcoming and open which is good it is open i mean some certainly when i started my career way back it was kind of it wasn't obvious to say things out in the open because then you kind of feel like you're appearing stupid mm -hmm. or you feel like you're not an expert. Whereas yeah. nowadays, it is a super skill to say, actually, I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, Because you're, you're being honest, you're being transparent and that kind of humility is actually a, a plus point nowadays, mm -hmm. which, yeah, everything comes back around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, look at those uh, Slack illustrations that used to be clip art in Microsoft <laughs> Word. 10 years ago yeah uh, so yeah cool. I want to meet more content designers 
Yeah. Um, there is a meetup that's happening soon, but I'm I'm on holiday when it's on. I think um, I'm away for that one as well. Oh yeah. That's Sarah's, is it? Yeah. The yeah. She she did a really good thing actually. She said kind of five pounds each to go. Mm-hmm. And if anyone ever runs events, you know that you really shouldn't do free events because a hundred people say yes. Yeah. And on the day ten people will be there mm-hmm. or less. And that was a kind of neat trick to get people in. Yeah, and I think it's fully booked already. Oh, cool. I think it's onto waiting list already. Oh nice one, Sarah. Yeah. Um cool. So meeting people. Yeah. And I'll think of some more. Well, one of my New Year's resolutions, which is a really bad one because it's one of those ones, it's not a it's not a smart objective or anything. <laughs> smart. But um just being more kind of intentional. <laughs> so yeah, just not like reading everything and not taking everything in and totally fogging myself with information overload, but just actually being a lot more kind of yeah, minimal and intentional about where we find resources and where we find good things and yeah, mm. things to use. Do you find that people are asking for content design or it's something that you respond back with? No, a lot more people are asking for it, okay. I think. Um, or, you know, maybe not in those terms, but people are saying, we know that the changes need to be in our language. A lot of um, businesses are recognising that maybe what they have on their current sites is really representative of their internal departments and internal mm. silos and things like that and it's not at all how uh, you know how a user or or any anyone or customer would would look at their business um so a lot of people are saying you know we really need to change the language to be a lot more open and inclusive which is great and when we say silos <laughs> that's kind of translated into departments that mm-hmm. have not changed yeah not, yeah i think Sarah again. Hey, Sarah. Uh, she was talking about why why it's difficult to make change, or you know, why why can't organisations do this? And my response was, well, they're set up in departments that are function led, and that needs to change. But people don't like changing what they're in charge of, yeah, or yeah. putting themselves in a situation where they might not be relevant anymore, <laughs> and that's a big challenge. Uh, but yeah, totally. It's it's that knowledge that, and we're working with clients at the moment that are like this, where each section of the website directly corresponds to the department that created it, mm. uh, and they they're all speaking in different languages. Yeah, yeah, and quite often they're working towards different objectives that might either cross over each other or totally contradict each other as well. Yeah, which is a really fun challenge. Yeah, they just need to get in the room hold hands and <laughs> have a little out. sing song have a little sing song um tell each other they're amazing and then lay out their kpis and see where one group is doing one thing mm. that is kind of completely damaging this other group over here but yeah as an agency it's it's incredibly challenging it's not impossible because we are doing it with some teams but you kind of have to say we can't keep creating departments or we can't create, you know, a, a one customer view if yeah. you're still split up in all these ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you hang off tools like, you know, a, a, a guide or a um, set of instructions or something to make sure it's consistent. Or you have a few people that 
span the whole organization yeah and are able to get that consistency which builds trust which you know but i bet they'll be the most frazzled person ever oh yeah how many meetings would they have yeah. to go to <laughs> it'll be just meetings just meetings cool so do you have any global goals you're sort of going global, global this year aren't you global how many continents are you taking design sprints to <laughs> How many care to invite me? Uh, we're, yeah, we're going to Croatia at the end of this month. We're definitely going. On Friday, I kind of... I realised that Croatia is in Europe on oh, Friday. Oh, no. When are you going? The end of this month. Before or after the 29th? I return on the 30th. Oh, Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Denmark on the 1st of April. All right. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be okay. I, I hope... Yeah, because I'm... Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> I'm due to go to California like three days later. So, yeah, I might just take a wad of cash and see who I can pay off to like get across. I think I you might know. need to. When you breathed in just then, you sounded a little bit like the email sent noise. Like a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Sorry. That's cool. That was good. Didn't know you could do that. I, I did, See, I've pretty much disabled all sounds of my laptop because i hate oh really well you're sat in a meeting and then like like your your laptop comes to mm. life with a musical entourage and it's just very confusing so yeah lots of goals mm -hmm. mainly it's a revenue target growing awareness and working out the the kind of unique selling point or or what makes an edge sprint an edge sprint yeah because kind of on on your point of going global with it uh there are agencies that are doing this as well mm -hmm. so better to recognize that than try and play these kind of competition games where you take something but you give it a slightly different name or you know i i see enough to see that People are just trying to put their mark on it, which is fine. It's good that it is growing, but I don't want to. I I think there's something, you know, more interesting that I can put some effort onto. Uh, so yeah, that's that's fun. Nice. You're going to be busy. Yeah, I like I like doing purposeful work. I I get a bit crazy when I haven't got stuff to do. So. So you had your review, I had mine. Mm -hmm. And again, like we hear what other people think it's like to work with us. Yeah. There he is. The food man is here. Thank you very much, Rooster Santa. Rooster Santa? Yeah. He's I like it. Delivering my roosters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, live. No, and... don't talk nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Lars, everyone. Uh, he he will invite himself into your meeting room, whether you his, like it or not. His, yeah, he's patented. You could be doing anything <laughs> in this room, and I'm going to walk in. He's a bit afraid of the management meetings, though. He won't oh, just barge okay. in on those. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, when we when we have our reviews here, we kind of hear what other people think of how we work with them, mm -hmm. and it's always great to hear people that sometimes you don't work with day to day, but they're they've done something with you or they've worked on something and that's always pleasing to hear but 
yeah, my my revenue targets was very much made more real. <laughs> uh, you know, just saying you're going to accrue half a million is balmy. It's it's good for me, but it never really sounds great in a meeting where you're trying to say that we're not going to reach that. So that's fun. Um, and yeah, some of the feedback I had was I got to start asking for help, which I actually oh. uh, <laughs> started choking up on because I find that a personal difficulty of mine. Okay. Like it's it's really, <laughs> really hard for me to ask for help. So are you going to get a sprint like accomplice or? I would love to, but I have to have to show promise okay so uh yeah that that would be really great i'd love to not lone wolf it anymore mm -hmm. uh and create more of a team um so yeah and then always being reminded that i have to scare myself a bit and try new things and make yeah. myself vulnerable and stuff so amy is your your are you continuing what you're doing are you you climbing up a, a ladder are you what what's yeah we're kind of kind of making a ladder because it's quite Make a, a nice nice new area for us um hopefully you know we're going to keep growing in our team we're 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 looking to bring someone else on board to help us out a lot more with kind of content marketing side oh great um which kind of hopefully yeah you know, build out as a whole our content offering, really, because you know, content marketing is still very important, especially to a lot of businesses, particularly. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's the only way they can get any business nowadays. Mm -hmm. Surely. I mean, yeah. Someone was asking me on LinkedIn which payment provider to go with. <laughs> and they're um, pretty high up in a fintech. <laughs> wow. I'm like, you know, everything's open. Like, it's, <laughs> it's all, you know, the doors have been blasted off. And yeah, yeah. You, you ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, content marketing is, is an amazingly powerful thing. So you have been watching too much Gary Vee? I have been, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was playing basketball yesterday or the day before or another day uh, <laughs> and he twisted his ankle. <laughs> and I was like, oh. but after that, he still kept on doing what he was doing. It's crazy. <laughs> that guy just will not give up. Is that convincing you to get back out on your skateboard again? No, definitely no. not. Oh, okay. No. That was a bad time for you. Well, I feel like I failed. Well, no, I did fail there. I ended up in <laughs> hospital with a little sprain, a tiny little sprain. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I'd like to do... <laughs> it's one of those things I'd like to do, a bit like YouTube, and just can't bring myself to it. Yeah. But I'm probably going to force myself. You should... Um, are you in the skating channel? You should... no. Yeah, but you should. It's extracurricular. I don't. Come on, you'd be a good, actually. I need well rounded to, person. I need to leave the design channel. That's something I forgot <laughs> to do. We're just going to drag you back in again. <laughs> <laughs> Everything extracurricular has to go. You're so good at doing the the join, drop a piece of information, Bye. leave. There, gone. Uh, I might leave the uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I might leave the sprint channel. Um, <laughs> No, I just found it was a massive time suck. I reckon many agencies now need to do more training. Yes. Has that come on your radar at all? A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, generally getting in there and, and meeting more people and showing more people how to, how to do things. And I guess kind of like we were saying before, you know, helping people to see what they can do and mm. so we can become obsolete and go and live on nice sunny little islands and not have to do any work. <laughs> 
most, but, agen- yeah. most agencies hate that. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't want to share the secret sauce. They Yeah, they need people to be dependent on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's because that's what they're used to. Mm. Nice expensive lunches and things. Yeah, I was born too late. <laughs> <laughs> I have lived through it. Um, yeah, crazy money spent on something that you could just get a Tesco meal deal on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think every agency needs to be teaching because mm, it's content marketing. Yep. For one. Like if you're training people that creates content, it also creates a feedback loop that you're actually relevant yeah. in, in today's society, which is fantastic. But also for myself, I started doing training because when they say, oh, we've, you know, budgets are tight, we can't outsource anywhere. Uh, I'm like, well, how about training your internal teams? That's mm-hmm. a good way to keep that expertise and grow it within. Yeah. So, but I, I like this kind of idea of, making ourselves obsolete because you know we should be the ones to do that mm. not the market yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and if anything we'll we'll hit on the next thing mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I think every agency should should be training in roundup what have we talked about we've said goal setting is good <laughs> maybe in um in a quarter we should come when we're still doing these podcasts and mm-hmm. um, we should say how we're getting on with our goals yeah, I've probably... This is one of the conversations I had yesterday with um, Lissy, who's in Germany, and she was saying that things like strategic objectives should stay the same, but the, the method and the plan should should be changeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't made that distinction. I just kind of set something, and then if it changes, then it changes. But I totally understand the kind of long-running kind of strategy that stays the same but the way you solve it is slightly different yeah you did have a little bit of a go at strategists on your insta story though or a little dig a little mm, dig that was just that was just me being charming just bants it's just bants just yeah bants. yeah channeling my inner tristan ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool yeah you have a very keen guest to get on your podcast oh yes i i feel like we should build up that introduction <laughs> Like, some of the subject matter he wants to talk about is pretty interesting. It would make a great clickbait title. Yes, it would. Definitely. Mm-hmm. What Chris Thinks, 2019. <laughs> you, you you cannot miss it. The World According to Chris Lars. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Amy. Thanks. And we'll chat soon. Chat soon.